Praise the Lord and welcome to the weekly message here at WGM Church. Hope you had a wonderful week. I'm glad you can join us here again this week. The date is May 30th, 2021. Let's all begin with the meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main text comes from Psalm 24. Psalm 24 The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He, hath, he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Salah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are here today to hear your word of truth. In the name of Christ Jesus. We pray for your blessing and anointing as we hear your word. May the Holy Ghost anoint every listener at this hour to receive your spirit of wisdom, understanding, and prophecy. Please open the eyes and ears of our listeners, Lord, 
may all the listeners of your word today not only hear your word, but receive them and understand them, and be like the seed unto the ground, which beareth fruit an hundredfold, sixty, and thirtyfold. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before God laid the foundation of the world, He had prepared two plans. The first was to adopt His children in Christ, foreknown by Him. Then, to bring in the kingdom of heaven to the land of Israel. Ephesians 1, verse 4 and 5 According as He hath chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will. And then in Romans 8.29 For whom He did foreknow, He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. God became a man in the name of Jesus and appeared in the land of Israel. He told the Jews to pray for the coming of the kingdom of heaven in the land of Israel in the future. He spoke of this in Matthew 6, verses 9, 10, and 13. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The words of Psalm 24 are prophecy about who shall enter Israel when the kingdom is restored in the future. And that kingdom shall be fulfilled when the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of Glory, opens the gates of heaven and returns to the earth. Psalm 24, once again, verses 3 through 10. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lift up, ye everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Salah. Psalm 22 is the prophecy of Jesus Christ, who shall become the Lamb of the Passover to become a sacrifice for the sin of the world, the entire world by himself dying on the cross. Also, next in Psalm 23 is the age of grace, when those who believe in Jesus Christ are saved into the church of God. 
Psalm 24 is the prophecy of the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of glory who shall restore Israel by physically appearing to earth as the King of kings and Lord of lords, coming down together with the translated Christians. Apostle John testified of Jesus Christ coming down to earth from heaven with the saints. He also saw the new Jerusalem prepared for his bride. Revelation 21 verse 2 And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Prophet Ezekiel testified of what he saw, the temple which will be built when the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ stands on the earth. Explained in Ezekiel 40 through 46, and that the earth shall be restored in Israel. This is from Ezekiel 47, verses 1 through 9. Afterward, afterward, he brought me again unto the door of the house, and behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of house eastward, for the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from under from the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. Then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward, and led me about the way without unto the utter gate by the way that looketh eastward, and behold, there ran out waters on the right side. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits. And he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the ankles. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were to the knees. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through. The waters were to the loins. Afterward, he measured a water. Afterward, he measured a thousand. And it was a river that I could not pass over. For the waters were risen waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. And he had, and he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? Then he brought me, then caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side of one side and on the other. Then said he unto me, These waters issue out toward the east country, and go down into the desert, and go into the sea, which being brought forth into the sea, the water shall be healed. And it shall come to pass, that everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the rivers shall come, shall live. And there shall be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed, and everything shall live whither the river cometh. This is picturing, this is a scene of the Dead Sea. Currently, it has so much salt content. I'm sure you guys have seen it or heard of the Dead Sea where people just float there. You don't have to know how to swim. But due to high level of high concentration of um, salinity, there's no fish or any aquatic life in there for now.
But as we can see in Ezekiel 47, we, we just read earlier, when Jesus comes, everything will be restored. It'll be full of aquatic life that we've never seen before. It's just amazing. Just as Jesus told the Jews to pray, the will of the Father will be done on the earth as it is in heaven, as we mentioned earlier in the Lord's Prayer. He saw the river of life in heaven flowing out of the threshold of God's temple. Apostle John saw the river of life in heaven and testified in Revelation 22, verse 1 and 2. And he showed me a pure river of, of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb, in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Prophet Ezekiel saw that whatever the water of life flows, wherever the water of life flows, what is in heaven was fulfilled in the earth. Ezekiel 47 Verse 12, And by the river upon the bank thereof, on this side and on, and on that side, shall grow all trees for meat, whose leaf shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his months, because their waters they issued out of the sanctuary, and the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaf thereof for medicine. Sounds just like what Apostle John said earlier in Revelation. Two different people in the two different sections of the world prophesying the same thing. How can that be? Well, the Bible states all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Inspiration of God, when the Holy Spirit abides in you, He will make you, help you testify the truth. Prophesy the truth, which will happen. And every word of God will happen sooner or later. Just because it doesn't happen today or tomorrow or in the next 15 minutes, doesn't mean it's not going to happen to God a day is thousand years, and thousand years is one one day. That's how long he waits. It's been six days to him, but for mankind, it's been six thousand years. He's already judged Satan. He knows he's going to lake of fire, and that's why towards the end of days, this is the end of end of days today. He is confusing people without Jesus. Even, even people who are saved, if you're not studying, just like the Bible says in 2 Timothy 2.15, you can get confused. You can, get, you can be deceived by what you watch and what you hear around the world because the devil rules this world through what you see and what you hear. The devil knows the Bible more than you do. And he knows his time is running out. He knows Jesus is coming soon. 
the problem is people don't know that Jesus is coming soon. All right, back to the main message. God will raise up the 12 tribes of Israel, including the restored tribe of Dan, and give them all the land of Palestine. That was the old land of the Garden of Eden, including all the land from the great Euphrates River, all the way to the river of Egypt, as promised to Abraham. From whence, prophet Ezekiel testified that this city shall be the place where the throne of the Lord Jesus Christ will be. Ezekiel 48, 35, he said, It was round about 18,000 measures, and the name of the city from that day shall be, The Lord is there. The restoration of Israel shall come when the Lord Jesus Christ, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, judges the sinful world and restores the damaged land to establish the throne of God in Jerusalem and reign over the entire earth for 8,000 years. This is the millennial kingdom of Jesus Christ. However, Satan the devil has been using the spirit of the Antichrist for the past 6,000 years to hinder the fulfillment of God's will in heaven and here on earth, using the principalities, powers, rulers of the world's darkness and evil spirits. Cain, uh, an Antichrist, killed his brother Abel, who praised God's will to save the world through the Lamb Jesus Christ by giving the blood of the Lamb to God. In order to live and to fulfill the will of the Antichrist, not God's will, the conspiracy has been done by the Antichrists relentlessly to turn the whole world into their so-called new, new world order, turn the world into their slavery. By uniting the forces of the shadow governments, such as Freemason, the Illuminati, Deep State, the Cabal, and the Globalists. In the recent years, their so-called Great Reset, announced by the World Economic Forum, the WEF, almost completed to dedicate this entire planet to the Antichrist, who shall be their king in all of the realms of society, including the corona prevention system, the global financial and economic system, and the political system. However, the Bible, which is God's word, speaks clearly when the whole world is in an apostasy and the Antichrist, the son of perdition, appears. Then the door of heaven shall be opened and Jesus Christ will appear to translate his suffering bridal church into heaven. Immediately, severe judgment shall come upon the earth. Then, when the Lord Jesus Christ returns to the earth, after the great tribulation, he will judge the Antichrist and the false prophet who helped the Antichrist by throwing them both alive into the lake of fire. Not a reset by the Antichrist, but 
a great reset by the Lord Jesus Christ shall appear here on earth. The Millennial Kingdom of Lord Jesus Christ. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should, he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. Revelation 19, verse 20. And then Revelation 20, verses 2 through 3. Before we close out, are you saved, dear listener? In the Bible, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Nobody can save you but Jesus today. You being humble and nice to others isn't going to get you to heaven. Only by admitting that you're a sinner, repent, in other words, turn away from sin, and believe in your heart that Christ died for your sin, and that he was buried and rose again the third day according to the scriptures, you shall be saved. This is the grace of God. A simple prayer such as this. Let's try it. Dear God, I am a sinner and need your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ shed his precious blood and died for my sin. I am willing to turn from my sin. I invite Christ to come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I hope, I hope you have a wonderful week out there. God bless you, dear listener. May the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you always. Amen.